How's everybody doing this morning? Happy New Year. Oh, come on, work with me today. I said, Happy New Year. Um, I got excited a few minutes ago because Pastor Walt's mom came up to me and she's got all Dallas Cowboy gear on today. Fingernails, shirt, and everything. I was like, you're prophesying to us. Come on, somebody. And uh, excited to be here today. And like Pastor Walt said, we, we thank all of you. We're so excited that you're a part of connecting people with God's purpose, not only here in San Angelo, but, but you know, now all over Texas and around the world and, and many of the places that we have the opportunity to sow seeds into. But I just believe God has something special for you this year. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this as we lead into this. There are no magic bullets. It's a matter of taking what God's put in you. Come on, giving it away and working your faith. And so as we, as we move forward today, let's just lift our hands to heaven. Father, we thank you today for your goodness. We invite you, Father God, to continue this into this service. Father, we thank you for what you've already done, the tremendous atmosphere and worship and hosting and all the things that, that we're a part of here today. But Father, we ask you to touch hearts today. Lord, as we launch into a new year, we thank you, Father, that you're guiding us and you're leading us and you're taking us from where we are today to where you want us to be, Father. And we say, do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. Be what you want to be in our hearts today, Father. And we thank you today for your goodness. And where your presence is, there's fullness. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, like Pastor Walt says, we're, we're in a, a series on hope and, and launching the, the new year in hope. And I really want you to get a hold of a couple of truths today. Uh, you know, I, I, I love teaching on the subject of hope because I don't like the, the mindset of just, you know, thinking that we're arranging things ourselves. Come on. God is the arranger of what we're a part of. And we walk by faith and not by sight, right? And so hope, hope, there's an element to faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse one says that faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So hope is directly tied to faith. And, and when I was a young, you know, first got into, you know, got saved and got excited as a young guy and, and, and stepped out, everything was about faith. And, and I believe in faith and, and, and it's a huge part of it but there's an aspect of hope that ties in that sets us up to move forward in, in, in real Bible faith. Come on, living in the presence of God and, and not only, you know, not trying to work things ourselves, but allowing God to work us through a process. And so, you know, when I was younger, I just thought, hey, I'm going to claim this by faith and it's going to come to pass. I'm going to say this, I'm going to do this. And, and what I found out was I, I was living more in determination than I was living by faith. And so, you know, I went through a process later on into my 30s where, where God really took me through an avenue of, of hope and I hit rock bottom at one point. And, and I'm just gonna be transparent today in the process, but in Psalms 112 verse four, it says that unto the upright, there arises light in the darkness. Unto the upright, there arises light into the darkness. And I remember being in this dark uh, place where you know, I, I was isolated from the church. I was isolated from any kind of leadership. I was, I was in a, you know, launching, you know, trying to launch out and, and build and, and do those things. And it was all in my own power. But I remember being in a place where I didn't see the light, but the light was continuing to speak, right? And, and, and I was living in a dark place, but no matter where I went, there was always somebody there with an encouragement. I'd, I'd be, I'm going to be transparent. I'd be in a bar and somebody would be witnessing Jesus to me. I mean, I was in a dark place. Everybody say dark place. But the scripture says in Psalms 112 verse 4, it says, unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. Now, 
The upright in Psalms 112 says, blessed is the man who fears the Lord, delights greatly in his commandments. It'll lead you through a process. Psalms 112 is a beautiful place. But, but the upright part of that that makes us upright is Jesus. And when you receive Jesus into your life, there's a power, there's a hope. There, there's a different level that we step into. And so I remember being in this dark place and I got a phone call from a friend named Brandon Holler. And he said, uh, you got time to meet? And I was like, oh, I got a lot of time. So I met him over at, at Fuentes Cafe downtown and I'm in, in he, you know, he, he said, I just, I just want to encourage you and sit with you. And, and again, I was in a dark place. I was in a very dark place. And so I'm sitting across the table. And he begins to talk to me. And he begins to talk about the light of God. And, and, I, and I told him, I said, yeah, but I, I've made so many mistakes. I've hurt a lot of people. You know, I, 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 this is what I was, but this is what I've become. And he looks me straight in the eye and he says, I don't care about any of that. He said, you have a hope and you have a future. You have a hope and you have a future. And then he looked at me and he said, David, he said, as, as you move, God will move. As you move, God will move. And so unto the upright, even in dark places, come on, there arises light in the darkness. And God always has somebody who has a word or has an encouragement. And listen, just like Brandon did in my life, listen, that's, that's the call for all of us to be in somebody else's life. Everyone here has a purpose moving forward. And so, you know, when, and, I, and I'll be honest, I've looked at people so many times and, and since that point, and, and there's even people sitting in this room who I've been in meetings with, and I said, you have a hope and you have a future. And every time I say it, it takes me back to when I was in darkness, come on, and God began the process of bringing us out. And so I want to encourage you today, everyone sitting here, you have a hope and you have a future. And maybe, maybe... You know, life, it looks dark at times, and maybe 2023 looked a little dark, and maybe the economy looks dark, or circumstances look dark, or things look impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And, and, and a lot of times, we get so caught up in trying to make things happen, and we call it faith, but we're missing the ingredient of hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen, but we, we, we have to attach and look at, at hope in a different way. In Zechariah chapter 9, uh, verse 11 through 12, it says, as for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, he says, I will free you, uh, I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit. Return to your fortress, you prisoners of hope. Even now I announce that I will restore twice to you. And I remember when I read that scripture, I was, uh, it was before I came, came to work here at the Live Church and, and you know, uh, Kelly was at work, and, and the business I had at the time wasn't, you know, was in a slow season. And I remember being in the living room when I read that scripture, and I needed a word from God to launch into a new thing. Just like we're standing here today saying, hey, we're launching into a new year. What's that going to look like? And, and I got a hold, you know, that scripture I was reading, and I'm not a, I don't go deep into the Old Testament. You know, I'm a little bit ADD, so, so if I get in the Old Testament too deep, I get a little bit bored. I'll be honest with you. I'm like, you know, they begot this one and that one and that one. And there's a lot of people can go deep and, and, and we have people on our team that can teach deep in that stuff, but I'm a pretty simple guy. But some, somehow I ended up in Zechariah. And when I read that, what I realized was this. It says here, and I'm, in, I'm standing in the living room. There's a couch right here and I'm standing, I'm just standing there leaning with my Bible on the couch. And, and in Zechariah it says, it says, as for you, because, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will free you from prisoners of the waterless pit and return your fortress, 
you prisoners of hope. And so what I realize is in life, we're prisoners either way. We're either prisoners of darkness or we're prisoners of hopelessness or we're prisoners of a waterless pit. How many of you know that wouldn't be a fun place to be? I remember being in Israel a couple years ago and we were down this, this, uh, this hole and they believed it to be the place where they lowered Jesus into. And, and you know, when they, when they took him captive and, and if, you go, if you go down there and we, and, and we went down into this, this deep well or this waterless pit and we're in there and I'm talking, I'm talking it is a dark place, it's a dark hole. Jesus is awaiting to go to the cross. He's in this place. He's taking all this weight upon himself, all the hopelessness upon himself. And so we're, sit, we're sitting in this room, Pastor Waltz over here and, and John Cross and Pastor Daniel, we're all sitting in this room, uh, down in this hole. We had to climb down there. And it is so dark. I mean, I'm talking dark. And, and, and over in the corner, they had a little light and a stand where you could read a scripture. And they start reading these scriptures. And I'm standing over here on this side, and, and I just begin to weep. And I realize that God stood in our place, that Jesus not only, not, not only talked about it, but Jesus, Jesus went down into that place of darkness and took all of the weight, took all of the hopelessness, took all of the things that try to defeat you, took all the voices that tell you in, in that place. You know what I'm talking about when you're in a dark place and those echoes and those voices are speaking to you? And, and I just began to weep. I mean, and, and, and it hit me. Jesus delivered us from that. Jesus took, because I can remember being in a dark place in my own life. I can remember falling in a bathtub, hitting my head, thinking, God, I can't live this way anymore. And, and I can think of all the, the hopelessness and those kind of things. But unto the upright, there arises light in the darkness. I said, unto the upright, there arises light in the darkness. That's hope. Come on. That's Jesus at his best. That's Jesus at his best. And so we're either, we can be prisoners of the world. We can be prisoners of our circumstances. We can be prisoners of a waterless pit. Come on. Or we can hold on and say, hey, if I'm going to be a prisoner either way, I'm going to let that stuff go because who the sun sets free is free indeed. I'm going to be a prisoner of hope. And I'm going to hold on to that, and I'm going to stand on that, and I'm going to let God take me through a process. So it's not enough to just say, hey, I've given my life to Jesus. Now, Jesus, give me everything that I say, and I'm going to call that faith. It's more than that. It's a relationship where God constantly takes you and develops you and speaks to you and encourages you and corrects you. And he takes you through this process. So if we're going to have an incredible 2024 connected with God's purpose, come on, how many of you know we've got to invite what hope really is on the inside of us, and we've got to begin to talk about it, and you've got to begin to speak it, because hope is different than faith. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Faith is believing and speaking the Word of God. Hope is the Spirit of God that, that's on the inside of you, come on, that, that encourages you to get things going in the right direction. It's not a cute saying. It's not just something you, you do. I, you know, I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, you know, I've, I've always just said the word, said the word, said the word, and nothing ever, nothing ever changes. Because it's not just a repetition. Jesus said there's no power in the tradition of men. There's no power in religious repetition. Come on. It's the power that lives on the inside of you. And as you step into that hope, God begins to deal with some things in our life. Pastor Walt talks about it all the time. The Scripture teaches us in Hebrews... And, and I'm, I was going to teach in points today, but I got this, this just stirring in me, so I'm going to roll with it if that's okay. But in Hebrews chapter 6, it says, we have this hope as an anchor for our soul. We have this hope as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure, 
firm and secure. And so we have this hope. Who's the hope? Who's the hope? Who's the hope? So Jesus, we have this hope that Jesus was going to free, that Jesus was going to pay the price. We have this hope as an anchor to our soul. What, now, you got to get a hold of this. It didn't say an anchor to your faith. It says we have this hope, which is an anchor to our what? To our soul. Now, our soul is our what? Our mind, our will, and our emotions. Our mind and our will and our emotions. So he says we have this hope as an anchor to our soul. And what happens many times, listen, is, is, when you, is we, give, we give our life to Jesus, but Romans teaches us something different. Romans 12 says that when, when you renew yourself or you renew your mind to the Word of God, uh, it, it, says that, it says that you'll begin to, to represent Him. If you go back and study Romans chapter 12, there's a renewing, there, there, there's a change that's taking place. And so the scripture says here, this, this is how you grow up, right? This is, how you, this is how you advance. And so it's not enough to just say, I'm in faith, but be a gossiper. It's not enough to be, say, hey, I'm in faith, come on, but I only think about Jesus on Sundays. I'm in faith, but I'm, I'm going to do things my way, and I'm not going to let God arrange it. That's not faith. That's foolishness. Come on. And I remember when I was, I was younger, I thought determination was faith. Surrendering is faith. Come on, surrendering. Humility is faith. Humility is faith. And so as, you're, as we're operating through this process, listen, it says hope is the what? The anchor. Hope is the anchor to our soul. What is our soul? Our mind. Say it with me. Our mind, our will, and our emotions. Our mind, our will, and our emotions. So our soul is not, our soul is not just, our, 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 our soul has to be arranged to the word of God. Come on. If hope is an anchor. Everybody ever been fishing? I know, I know Rex has and a few of us have, but anybody ever been fishing? About 16 of us? Okay. Come on, we live in West Texas. I said, anybody ever been fishing? If I said, anybody ever been to a bar? The whole place, boom. And so, if you, I remember we had a boat a few years ago. We got rid of the boat because I got tired of worrying about it. But I remember, I didn't know, we had no idea what we were doing. We bought this boat and, and Rex helped us kind of, you know, as, in the adventure of looking for a boat. And so we get out there fishing. It's a windy day. We, you know, we're up in, up in these certain areas. And every time we throw my line out, that boat would take me away from what I was trying to accomplish. And so... You know, if you, you can get out there and think, well, if I got a boat, I can fish. No, if you have a boat in the right place, then you can fish. And there's a difference. And so it's, the scripture says hope is the anchor. Everybody say anchor to our what? To our soul, which is our what? Well, you're doing good this morning. Come on. And so, so there's an anchor there. And so I finally learned that if I can learn how to anchor this boat. Now, I had an older boat, so my anchor was taking a rope and grabbing a deal and throwing it in the water and hope it caught now they have these anchors that go deep. I mean, they go deep in the lake and, and stab the ground. I mean, they hold you in place. And so once I learned how to anchor the boat in the right areas, then my, my fishing line could go to the places that I cannot see. And because I was anchored firm and I was anchored secure, then if I threw my line out, I could fish over here and the boat's not moving. I, I, you know, there's times when if you have an unanchored boat and you're trying to fish, it'll put you into the brush or the wind will catch your line. But if I'm anchored firm and secure, then I can hit all the honey holes around the boat. And I'm in a good place. So my line, I can't see where the line's going, but because I'm firm and secure, my line can get to the fish. Are you with me here today? And so hope activates faith, and faith goes to the places that are in the unseen. That's when you're praying and you say, God, I need you to fix my kid. I need you to, I, I, I'm believing for a miracle or I'm, 
I'm, I'm, I'm taking this thing in a different direction and I need, you, I need a word from you or an encouragement for you. I want to be connected to what you have. And, 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 and all of a sudden, come on, you're, you're, you're sending out that faith line, firm and secure because now it's activated in hope. You're not over, all over the place. Now, if the mind, the will, and the emotions are all over the place, then how many of you know a lot of times we'll, we'll get determined and we're like, I'm just going to make this decision because it's going to help me in 2024. But really, have you prayed about it? No. Have you, have, you, have you written any scripture on it? No. But I'm determined. But hope says, hey, I'm going to step back. I'm going to spend some time with it. I'm going to get a word from God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get encouraged in, in, in my spirit. I'm, I'm going to seek God in this process. And I'm going to say to God, not my will be done, but your will be done. And I, I'm going to step back, and I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm not going to try to just determine myself to that place, push myself. I'm, I'm going to get an answer. I've done that so many times in life where I've just decided I'm going to do it my own way. I end up in a mess every time, and I called it faith all along. I'm just being transparent this morning. There's even times now that determination's still there, and I'm still calling that faith, and I've got to take a step back and say, you're about to do it again, buddy. You're about to do it again. These are the conversations that you got to have with yourself, right? And so there's a difference in determination and faith, but faith is activated best when hope is its anchor, when that hope becomes an anchor and, there, and there's security and there's confidence and insecurity and emotions and, and all these things that, that mess with us in our mind, our will, and our emotions. Because hope is the anchor to our what? And what's our soul? According to Romans, it tells us we, we've got to transform our, our mind, our will, and our emotions to what? Word of God. Come on. The Word of God. And so if I'm secure and I'm anchored in that, then, then all of a sudden my faith changes. And I'm not just guessing. I'm not just, there's a knowing on the inside. Faith is, faith is knowing the will of God. Faith is, and, and where the will of God is, come on, that's where faith is. And when the will of God is known, that's where faith is. And so faith is not just, just a cute thing and, hey, I'm in faith. Hey, I'm just walking this out in faith. There's a hope on the inside of us that anchors our lives. So now when we step out into it, we don't know exactly how it's going to work out, but we know that all things are possible with God. Come on, and there's hope alive. There's something different alive. And so, you know, I could get up every day and say, hey, I'm going to arrange things today. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just going to be determined. I'm going to do it my own way. I don't care what anybody else thinks. We're just going to manipulate this thing until we get it to the way that we want it. But that's not faith. Hope surrenders to God. Hope, uh, it, within hope, there's a surrendering that says, you know, and I love the scripture. It says, not my will be done, but your will be done. Because in that, I know I can't mess that up. And I have. I've messed some stuff up many times, right? But it says we have this hope as an anchor to our soul. And listen to me. Hope is always going to move you forward. One of the things that Brandon Holler told me that morning, he, or that evening, he said, he said, David, as you move, God moves. Because in my mind, in my mind, no one was ever going to listen to a word I had to say again. In my mind, I had messed things up and done stupid things and all this stuff. There, there wasn't no Christian. And I had, had it mixed up because a lot of the Christians I knew were mean. And it wasn't about restoration. Come on, it was about rightness. Not righteousness, but rightness. And so in the process, I thought, man, I am messed up. Nobody's going to listen to a word I said. But he said, David, as you move, God moves. Man, and that, that got a hold of me. And I'd like to tell you two weeks later, I got it fixed. It, took, it took, took another year and a half to two years to get this process going again. But come on, thank God we're here today because of hope, right? Of hope. And he said, as you move, God moves. So I began to take steps in that process. And, 
And then, and then he said, you have a hope and you have a future. And every, you know, even today when I get up to, if I'm having a discouraging thoughts, because how many of you know, even pastors have to walk by faith. Come on. Even pastors, we walk in hope just like you do. There's no some special deal. Come on, somebody. It's just, it's just how we're just walking this thing out. We get attacked just like you do. And so in the process of life, as we're walking it out, I have to remind myself, you have a hope, you have a future. You have a hope, you have a future. Because sometimes in life, you've got to be your greatest cheerleader. Am I talking to anybody this morning? Is this too deep? Not rah-rah enough? But you've got to be your greatest cheerleader. We'll be rah-rah later. That's why Pastor Walt's mom put the cowboy outfit on. Come on. And Pastor Daniel's a cowboy. We've got cowboys everywhere, right? And so, so you have a hope and you have a future. If you get anything today, I want you to walk out of the door saying, I have a hope and I have a future. And the next time somebody calls you and says, hey, I'm going through a difficult time, man, and I, I don't think I can get it together. Or I, 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 you know, I just can't get things right. I just can't get, seem to get, every time I get in the right direction, I take three steps back. Listen, you look at them and say, you have a hope and you have a future. And as you move, God moves. Come on. And faith is always moving. And so we live that way. We just continually to encourage people in the direction that they have a hope and have a future. Come on. That's, that's such a beautiful process. And so hope moves us forward. And, and then another thought here is hope is the place where we settle our will versus God's will. Hope is the place we settle our will versus God's will. Because listen to me, as you move in hope, if you'll get this one thing in your heart that you don't, and, you'll, and, you'll, and you come to terms with it. I'm trying to get the right words. You should write this down. Not the uh, uh, uh part, but the, the good part. <laughs> It's called spiritual Tourette's is what that is. <laughs> but if you'll come to terms with this, and I think Pastor Walton and Joanne would agree with this 100%, give up trying to figure out what it's going to look like. Give up trying to figure out what it's going to look like. Write it down. God, I'm going to follow your will. Not my will be done, but your will be done. Listen to me. Because when you allow God to, to get involved with what it's going to look like, he does exceedingly and abundantly above anything you could ask or think. And so get, we get to that point. But, and I know some of you are great mastermind thinkers, and you can plan stuff out. You have abilities that, that, that guys like me don't have. Come on. But I'm telling you, sometimes we give, give a little bit of that up to get into the will of God. Because sometimes you can look up in your own thoughts and think, well, everything is good enough. But there are times where God says, no, I've got more people to reach. I've got more lives to change. I haven't reached your grandson yet. Come on. I haven't reached your aunt yet. And so God is always stirring us in this process. If we'll settle the fact that, hey, we don't have to figure out what it looks like. What we need to do is, is come to terms and say, I'm settling this point. Not my will be done, but your will be done. And God, we're going to let you determine what it looks like. Because you'll drive yourself crazy. Am I helping anybody here this morning? And we come to terms, then we make a decision that I'm not going to waver in my faith. The Bible says that, that uh, uh, hope deferred makes the heart what? It makes it sick. And so in this process that I'm talking about, we're coming to terms saying, God, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate this thing today. I have a hope. I have a future. I want to renew my mind, my will, and my emotions to follow your will and follow, follow what you have. And, and, and as you walk this thing out, you'll come to terms that, that there's just final decisions. They're just a decision that you make at times. You don't know what it's going to look like. It's just like when I walked out of that, that meeting with Brandon Holler at, at Fuentes. You know, good talk, good enchiladas. 
No coleslaw? Come on. Not quite Henry's, but not bad for Tuesday night. But when we walked out of there, I walked out thinking, I have a hope and I have a future. He said, as you move, God will move. I made a call to Rob Carmen, sitting in the backyard. And when you think about it, if you're going to call Rob Carmen, you're going to get the truth. And I said, I said, I need to talk to you. I said, I got all these things stirred. I got a hope and a future. I didn't have a lot of moves to make, but I had one. I called Rob Carmen, and I said, I got these things stirring. And he said, David, in that deep, powerful voice, he said, you've got to get back in church. You've got to get back in church. I knew I had a hope and a future. I knew I had to move. I only had one move to make, and that was to call Rob Carmen. But then I thought, man, they're not going to, nobody, there's only, only one church in San Angelo I wanted to be at, and that was the Life Church. And I thought, man, they're, you know, I'm disappointed. I, I'm a disappointment. He said, you got you to gotta be, you got to get in church. I'm telling you what hope can do. Kelly and I go to the wharf, eat some jalapeno soup and catfish. We're sitting there, and Pastor Walt and Joanne and Pastor Olin walk in and we just run into Pastor Walt and said hi. We didn't even have a conversation. And, and you know, I thought not the moment everybody was cordial, it was good. And, and so I went back, you know, painting walls and doing the things we needed to do and we're in this process. And, and I get a phone call out of the blue from Brandon Holler. He said, hey, Pastor Walt wants to talk to you. He's going to be calling you. So when he calls, make sure you answer. Come on, that... That's what I'm saying. When you have the right friends, they lead you in the right direction. But I had to listen to Brandon the first time. I had a little bit of listen to Brandon the second time. God had a divine moment at the war. Had no moves to make. So, But hope led me to call him Rob Carmen. It gave me the faith to believe. See, now hope is working, but also faith is working. Because hope is the anchor to my soul, but faith, come on. Faith moves in places that, 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 that that's where miracles happen. Faith takes you to the places that you can't see how it's going to work out. So when you surrender what it's got to look like to let God do what he wants to do, then he leads you in this process. And so Pastor Walt called and said, hey, I got, some th- I got a few things that need to be painted. But, but, uh, I, and he said, but I've been thinking about you. I said, I've been thinking about you too. And that hope led us back into this, this place that we are today. Come on, somebody. And that's what hope does. It takes you on a journey. This story's not about us. This story's about what God can do. But when you're willing not to just say, I'm going to walk by faith, but I'm not going to anchor in hope. When you anchor in hope, it sets your faith up to do the things that the world says is impossible. So maybe the world says that you can't change. Maybe darkness says that you can't change. Maybe the economy says that things can't turn around or things can't be different. Listen, but hope says otherwise. Hope says with God, all things are possible. Hope says that you're anchored, you're secure. Listen, if you could just get a hold of that firm and secure, some of you need security in your life. And security's not going to come in any other form. Security comes in one form, and that's through Jesus himself who gives you an identity. And Jeremiah says that if you go back to Jeremiah 29, 11, that's where it says you have a hope and you have a future. But as we get into this process and, and establish that and say, God, take us to where you want us to be. I'm surrendering today. I'm taking this thing. I want to be connected with your purpose. Listen to me. 
you know, through that journey, I can take you back to the meeting at the wharf with Pastor Wald and trips to Africa and trips to the Philippines and, and standing here on a every other week or few week basis, getting the opportunity to speak life to you and to join with you, watching how you serve, watching how, how you greet people, watching how you, you come together when somebody dies and there's a need to be met. Come on, somebody. That's you right there. Walking into a place of encouragement, I can take you through moments where you want to give up but somebody thinks to give you a call. Somebody told me here a while back, they said, you know, I was thinking about quitting. I said, I think about quitting every day. Come on. We just don't because we're anchored in hope, right? I mean, these are things that you learn to do in the process, but hope deferred makes the heart sick. And God says, don't, how do I fix that? I'm not going to defer my hope. I'm not going to defer my hope. I'm going to stand in the place where hope creates that, that platform in my life where I'm firm and I'm secure. Are you with me here today? And then, and then I'm almost through. It says, and the last thought is this, 1 Peter 1, 3 says, Praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, listen, has given us new birth and into a living hope. Listen to me, hope is alive. I don't care what it looks like out there in the world or social media, and I'm telling you right now, hope is alive and his name is Jesus. You know, Pastor Walt was telling me the other day, Paul Cole, and they're on this kick that says, hope has a name, right? Hope has a name, and it's Jesus. And so, so I'm telling you right now, hope's not tired. Hope's not weary. Hope's not given up. Hope is not lost. Come on, if there's air in our body and the Spirit of God is alive, I'm telling you right now, possibility is still available. And as we rise up in this thing to determine, hey, am I just going to go through the motions of this thing, or am I going to allow hope to anchor me in a new place? Because the Scripture says hope is the anchor to your and your soul is the, and when hope is anchored, listen to me, it allows faith to go to the places that God has for you. It allows God to take you where he wants you to be. Stand to your feet with me this morning. Father, we thank you today for a new year. We thank you today, Father God, that today I believe that you're stirring us up, Lord. You're stirring us up, Lord. And Father, we thank you that we're not just going through the motions of, 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 of determination and calling that faith. Father, we're, we're in a surrendering place this morning. And Father, we're willing. We realize that if our mind, our will, and our emotions are all over the place, it's going to affect the way we live life. It's going to affect the things, Father. And I ask you to stir right now within each and every one of us, Father God, a moment of just a decision that says, Father God, that we're going to take and trust you and we're going to ask you to renew us. We're going to ask you to lead us. We're going to ask you to stir us and listen to me, I'm going to say this by the Spirit. Just, just get in a place of worship right there where you're at. Flesh will always produce nothing but flesh. Anger will only produce anger. And, 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 and emotions can be fickle. You, you know, you can't trust emotions. But listen, God wants to heal our mind, our will, and our emotions. We sang about it earlier. When Joe was singing that song, man, the Spirit of God hit. And I, I, you just, I just say, man, let's just go up there right now and minister to people is what I was thinking. But right here with surrendering, listen, I want you to, let's lay the fluff off just for a moment. I want you to lift your hands to heaven with me and just say, Spirit of God, I invite you to stir me. I embrace the hope that you have. I declare today, I want to be anchored in hope. So I invite you in today to help me get my mind, my will, and my emotions converted to your word. I want to be firm and secure in hope 
And as I stand in this place, I wanted to activate my faith. And I just sense there's some things, you know, e even in my own life, I went through this last year, some frustrations on some things, thinking, why isn't things breaking? Why isn't this breaking? And, and as the Lord began to, to, to stir some things, I realized I, I was trying to do it in determination, not in faith. Again, there's a step back to let God take you through this process, to let God heal your heart, your mind, your will, your emotions, so that you can be anchored to live the life that God's called you to be. But real quick, if you're just this last thing today, if you're here this morning, you say, Pastor David, I've been struggling in my mind, my will and my emotions. They've been all over the place. And I want to get this thing anchored. I want, I want to anchor to the will of God. I want to anchor to hope in a different way. But I'm tired of the chaos and trying to fix it mentally, trying to fix it in my own arrangement, trying to fix it through emotions or being upset with people or messed up. But if that's you, I just want you to raise your hand this morning. I believe God wants to set some people free. I see those hands. I see those hands. And so, Father, we just say, do what you want to do. We say, stir us up to a new place. Just invite him in in this moment. Invite him into this moment. Listen, and, 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 and as you step out of here today, get in your Bible. Begin to convert some thoughts. Begin to spend some time with God. Get something good and meditate on it. Meditate, med meditate in the Word day and night, the Scripture says. Meditate in the Word day and night. Then, you, then you'll make your way prosperous. Then you'll have good success. There's a stirring in that, but embrace that. Don't, don't come out of the end of the new year, out of the holiday funk. Let's go into the new year. Come on, thinking, God, I want to step into what you have. And I want to do it in hope. I want to be anchored in hope so that my faith can be alive. And my faith can take me from where I am today to where you want me to be. Just receive that into your life today. In Jesus' name. And we say this. Say this with me. Jesus, with you all things are possible. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I thank you that you gave your life so that I can live the life that you've called me to live. And we serve today a God that is alive. Listen to me. Hope is alive. And in that process, just give the Lord a hand this morning. Hope is alive.